I know self-publishing is not for everyone. Nothing is. But if you've considered self-publishing for even a minute, listen up, because I'm betting I know what's holding you back from exploring it further or getting started. Number one, you think the self-publishing process is a lot harder than it actually is. And number two, you're understandably afraid of doing it, air quote, wrong. So I've created a new free resource for you. It's called the Self-Publishing Starter Kit, and you can get instant access to it by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101. In this free training, you'll discover the exact four steps to focus on and mistakes to avoid so you can publish an incredible book that's indistinguishable in quality from a New York Times bestseller without overthinking, overguessing, or overspending in areas that won't make a difference. Again, visit publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash self-publishing 101 to get instant access. Welcome to the Write the Damn Book Already podcast. My name is Elizabeth Lyons. I'm a six-time author, and I help people write and publish powerful, thought-provoking nonfiction and memoir without any more overthinking, second-guessing, or overwhelm than absolutely necessary. Because let's face it, some overthinking, second-guessing, and overwhelm is going to come with the territory if you're anything like me. I believe that story and shared perspective is one of the most potent ways we connect with one another, and that your story, perspective, and insights are destined to become someone else's favorite resource. For more book writing, publishing, and how the heck do I move through this glitch tips and solutions, oh, and plenty of free and low-cost resources, visit publishaprofitablebook.com. And for recommendations of fabulous books you've possibly never heard of, book writing inspiration, and the occasional meme so relatable you'll wonder if it was created with you in mind, follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Lyons Author. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this next episode of Write the Damn Book Already. This is another solo episode. You've just got me today. And what I wanted to do was break down a little bit more the success of Cara Forney's recent Reels Gone Wild, her Instagram reel that went completely nuts. Because reels can go nuts and have no effect on someone's business. And so when a reel or a post goes nuts and actually has an effect, I it's interesting to me and fun. I get really curious about, okay, what about this worked? Not because we can go out and completely 100% replicate it, that's not possible, but there are absolutely lessons and tips that we can take from it that we can apply to our posts going forward. We can at least be thinking about them. You know, one of the things that's funny about Instagram, and I hear this over and over again, is that the posts and, and especially the reels that we make on the fly, there's no strategy behind them, and this is absolutely true of Cara's reel, the ones that we just... I don't know, just come to us out of thin air and we do it real quick and we don't do our makeup or our hair. We don't worry about what we're wearing. None of that. We don't polish it. We just kind of pop it up there. Those are the ones that seem to do really well. And on the flip side, we can spend hours strategizing for the perfect caption, the perfect video to use, the perfect shirt to wear, all of that. And it gets 10 likes and it's never shared and no one comments. It's the most bizarre thing. 
But I believe that a lot of it is because one is coming from force and one is coming from flow. That being said, we're all going to sit here and continue to create content and think it through. None of us is just going to be out there willy-nilly posting random stuff and having that work. So I think that taking some of these tips that cause this reel to actually really work can be incredibly valuable. Before I hop into that, I want to let you know, if you don't already know, that one of my courses, Book Writing Made Simple, has been renamed. It has been renamed to Write the Damn Book Already because honestly, it's like my first book. My very first book was originally titled Ready or Not, Here We Come. It's a guide to the first year with twins. And when I got to the third edition of that book, I still loved the title, but I thought, you know, this just doesn't fully capture the essence of what this is really all about. And so I retitled it, Holy Shit, I'm Having Twins, because that is how people feel most of the time, whether it's sheer excitement or unbridled terror or a combination thereof, when they find out that they're expecting twins. When it comes to writing a book, Book writing made simple, I, I really aim to make the book writing process more simple than we often think that it is. When it comes down to it, it, the simpleness of it is put your butt in the chair and write and rewrite and rewrite some more and edit and hone and rewrite some more. That's the simplicity of it. But from the the author's perspective, and I say this as an author, I'm working on my sixth book and it's my first novel and I have to tell myself with frequency, Liz, write the damn book already. Like stop overthinking it. So I feel like having the title of the course be more in alignment with the podcast, with my latest book that came out, which is Write the Damn Book Already. It just felt like the right move. And so if you are on the website and you're looking for book writing made simple or you hear about that course elsewhere and you can't find it on the website, that is why. It's the same exact course, same level of support, same content, same everything, but it's now just called Write the Damn Book Already. So if you are someone who says unto yourself, God, could I just write the damn book already? I invite you to check it out. I will put the link in the show notes or you can find it at publishaprofitablebook.com forward slash write the book. It is a lifetime access program to all of the online content with one year of access into the Book Writers Collective, which meets every two weeks for coaching, guidance, Q&A, support, mentorship, all of the things. And we also gather once a month for five straight days for co-writing, for accountability. We do it over Zoom. We all just get in there and we're writing and you will be amazed by how much you can get done and out of you, even in just 15 of those 60 minutes. So I invite you to check it out. The group is growing. We're having an incredible amount of fun. Incredible books are making their way into the world and people are finally getting the damn book written already. All right, so let's talk about this reel. This reel, and I will put a link to it in the episode notes so that you can go check it out, was the craziest thing. Cara Forney, who is the author of Boy Moms, Collective Tales of Mothers and Sons, which the book is a collection of essays written by moms of boys. She just started her Instagram account. I mean, the book came out a year ago, so that's an important point to keep in mind. The book has been out for a year. This wasn't, didn't come out last week. And Cara started the Instagram account probably just around the time that the book came out, if not a month or so later. The Instagram account is Boy Mom's book. And she, it was very slow growing and very slow going for many, many months. 
She plateaued at around 2,000 followers, and I'm not a numbers girl. I hope you know this about me. I'd rather that you had 500 engaged followers than 50,000 who aren't paying attention. But she had about 2,000, and she was pretty consistent with the engagement on it, but it just wasn't really growing. Nevertheless, she persisted. So she stuck at it, and she saw a video Uh, posted by someone else of an older woman who was saying something that very much could be applied to raising boys. And so she borrowed that video and gave credit back to the original. She put her own little, not caption, but the words on top of it, laid that on top and, and wrote a great caption and shared it. It was one of those things that just out of, out of the blue, it's been a couple of weeks and the reel itself has, I believe we're pushing it. We, I say we, like I'm part of this. Um, it's pushing 4 million views now. What's, I'm not, that's great, but I'm not nearly as excited or intrigued by the views because you can have views. I mean, there are millions and millions of views on crazy videos that don't drive anyone to do anything other than laugh for a minute, which is valuable. But if you're an author, it doesn't drive anyone to your page or to buy your book or get to know more about you. I'm much more intrigued with the fact that she has now gone from 2,000 followers to over 15,000. And the thing to keep in mind about that is that when someone sees your reel, in order to convert them into a follower, they have to see the reel, click on your profile, look at it, and decide to follow you. It's no different from when people say, well, just charge a dollar because then they have to actually do something. They have to pull out their wallet or they have to fill out a little, you know, one extra field in the form. There is an action that's required. They actually looked at her profile and thought, I want to see more of this. And so they followed her. They didn't just like the video. They actually followed her. So she went from 2000 to over 15,000. And then in book sales, we saw an immediate hike in book sales. I'm the publisher of the book. So I have access to see these things. So within, I would say, the first five or six days, she sold well over 70 books. And one might argue, well, whoa, you know, almost 4 million views and 13,000 follows, but you only sold 70 books. And I really need everyone's perspective on this to shift because the average person has to see something between eight and 12 times before they actually purchase it. So the sales are not slowing down. She hasn't brought in even a quarter of the number of sales that will ultimately come from this simply because now these people are following her actively and will continue to be reminded of the book. But there are four really interesting and I think key lessons and tips from this that I want to share with you. The first is the importance of getting to know your audience. Again, this book did not come out last week. It has been out for a year. And Kara has spent that time on Instagram specifically, that's her main platform of choice, looking at what she calls the Instagram language of her audience. So it's not just about getting people to follow you. You need to know what hooks the types of people you want to attract. So Kara was very active in keeping tabs on where her audience is, her ideal audience, who other boy moms are following, and what kinds of posts are getting traction with that audience. And what she determined was that those are short, funny, repurposed quotes. So when she saw this this particular post of this woman, she realized 
I can do something with this. Like this would absolutely speak to my segment of the boy mom audience. They will relate to this. Did she think it would get almost 4 million views? Definitely not. But she knew that on some level, boy moms would think it was funny. And it felt good to her to share it. It wasn't just to elicit controversy or anything of that. It was in alignment with, with her personality, with how she shows up, with the books, the tone of the book, the whole thing. Everything about it made sense. Now, a funny side note is that about a week later, she and I were chatting and she said, you know, this really does show the importance though, when you're sharing someone else's video of knowing who that person is, because she did not do any research initially into who this older woman is, whose video she shared and put a little blurb on. This could have gone south if that woman were racist or a, you know, a homophobic or anything that would not be in alignment with Kara. As it turns out, the woman in the video is a, is a high level beloved member of the Mormon church. And so that speaks to why there were so many shares on the video, because it's a, that is a very tight knit, connected, communicative community. And when a member of that community sees something that they find humor, they share it with their community. And so it kind of got that wildfire effect that we, of course, didn't anticipate. And you can never, you can hope for it, but it's never a sure thing. In this case, it just did what it did. My reel, by comparison, the ungodly croissant duet that I made, you know, many months ago that got well over 2 million views it was not speaking, it got a ton of shares, like five digits worth of shares, not speaking to the right people, not speaking to book writers, not speaking to aspiring authors, not speaking to authors at all. Like I, but again, that was not strategic on my part. It wasn't, it wasn't stupid. Well, it was stupid. I, please don't go watch it. But it, it was an experiment. I was testing out the duet thing. I'd never done it before, but it proves the other side of this equation which is that a ton of views does not necessarily get you anything. So the second thing, the second lesson of four with this reel is stay in your lane. Kara is not a boy mom coach. She is not a parenting coach. She is not a coach at all. Her goal is not to help people become better boy moms. Her book is not directive or prescriptive in any way, nor is it meant to be. Kara is an extremely successful corporate consultant. If you're my age, you might remember The Bump, thebump.com, which was back in the day, it was, a, a, it was the resource for expectant moms. Kara founded The Bump. It was ultimately sold to The Knot, or it was acquired by The Knot, as in the wedding site, The Knot, the humongous wedding site. Kara knows what her lane is. Her book is not filled with explicit tips on how to raise boys. It's a collection of essays written by boy moms about the heartwarming, hilarious, and sometimes completely idiotic things boys do as they're unknowingly teaching us about life and about ourselves. So Kara knows that her audience, her target audience, isn't looking to her for advice or guidance. All they're looking to her for and all they're looking at her account for, remember, her account is not Kara Forney. Her account is Boy Mom's book, which I'm going to reference again in point number four. But all they want 
when they come upon her posts is the kind of content that makes you declare, oh my God, that's so true. Or, you know, laughing out loud at the relatability or clutching your heart while you're holding back tears. And Kara knows because she spent time figuring it out while being an incredibly busy person. It's not, it's not like she devoted 12 hours a day to this, how to create posts that attract the types of boy moms who love exactly that kind of content. Those are the exact moms who are most likely to purchase her book. Point number three, don't disappear. Once this post hit, see the air quotes, and she watched her follower count start to go through the roof compared to what it was, she knew she couldn't just take her foot off the gas. Now, you don't have to do anything. You can do anything you want. You can take your foot off the gas. The, if you want to ride the wave of that excitement, the best thing to do is to, to do just that ride the wave of it. So now did Cara spend all night creating oodles of content? No. But now that she had fresh eyeballs who not only liked the reel, but followed her as a result, she wanted to be sure that she was continuing to serve them. So with similarly toned posts, and of course, a quick post that showcased her book so that new followers knew she has one and older followers are reminded, she started repurposing other funny content to make it applicable to moms of boys. And in doing so, and in having quotes that speak to that audience and memes that speak to that audience, she continues to speak to and serve this audience exactly what they followed her for to begin with, which is why the majority of them are sticking around. If people follow you for one thing, but then you're delivering something completely different, if the real gone viral is a completely separate tone or style or approach from the majority of the content that you are posting, people will feel or see or outright you know, know that there is a discrepancy there and they'll unfollow. And that's why reels that have no clear intention, they're not branded well, they're not in alignment, can get a lot of views, but not a lot of benefit. And this is also why jumping on trends, if they aren't in line with your, and I'm going to use the word brand, but if they aren't in line with your personality and your tone and your style and that of your book, they're not sustainable. People feel like they met a person like online, God help us all, but now they're on a date with someone different and they just want to go home and get in their own bed alone. Because it's like, who are you? This isn't who I met on the app. The fourth and final point is to consider brand versus concept and which one are you? Kara is not positioning herself as the brand. The handle on her Instagram is Boy Mom's Book. There are other similar accounts. For example, I am 30 AF or Third Eye Thoughts. No one knows who the brains behind, or who's the voice behind those accounts? No one well, someone knows. In all likelihood, with an account like I am 30 AF, it's probably 15 people. But people aren't following a person. They aren't following, the brand isn't the person, the brand is the concept. So is your brand you or is your brand a concept? In Kara's case, the brand is just the concept. Kara has her own brand that's not even, she has a separate Instagram account that's personal. She doesn't even have an Instagram account for her corporate consulting stuff. That's just the stuff that she does and that she's known for within that community and that she's hired out for months and years in advance in that community. She doesn't even need an Instagram account for that. But for the Boy Moms book brand, that's what she's showcasing. 
Now, if you're writing a book that is more prescriptive, that, that's great. If you're going, if you are someone who shows up on social media to give tips and suggestions on a specific thing, strategies, and your book is going to be in line with that, then that's the tone you want to have. So even if you do a funny, silly reel or meme, consider how you can make it relatable to everything else that you're doing so that if someone sees it, when people see it and they think, oh my gosh, that's funny. I'm going to go check this person out. Oh, he or she does this or that. That's interesting. I'm going to follow them. The content that you show them after that makes them glad that they followed you. They're not confused. They haven't followed you for tips and strategies only to find that all you really post are pictures of your kids or your dog or your lunch or quotes about another topic entirely or you're kind of just all over the map. That's how we build the brand of whatever, if, if it's you, the brand, or if it's a concept brand, that's how that's built along with many other things, which I'm not the expert on. And that's really saying a lot, like that's the understatement of the year to say, I'm not the expert on that. But you know, when you see Instagram, when you're scrolling your Instagram feed, surely you have accounts where the image pops up and you know who posted that before you confirm it because they've solidified the brand, which is a combination of words, tone, feel, font, color, all of it. But you know, even if there's not a picture of them, you know who it is because they stay true to that and you continue to follow it and you even get excited when you see it because you're like, I'm gonna learn something or I'm gonna laugh or I'm gonna have a new perspective. So those are the four key takeaways so far from this Real Gone Wild. And I hope they're helpful. Whether you are just getting started writing, in the middle of writing, have already published your book, there is no bad or wrong time to start getting comfortable, getting your feet wet on social media. You're never too early. You're never too late. Please remember that. You're never too early. You're never too late. Just getting in there and getting going and seeing what what works, not just for the audience, but for you. What feels good? What makes it feel fun? What makes it not feel like a chore? And that's the, that was the kickoff domino for this reel of Kara's. Because doing this, she immediately saw it and thought, that, that feels fun and easy. I can just do that real quick. No big deal. It didn't feel like a chore. And for me, that's how I love my social media experience to be. Fun and not like a chore. So I hope that was helpful. I will see you in the next episode. And as always, if you have any questions about book writing, publishing, and launching, you can reach out to me via Instagram at Elizabeth Lyons Author. You can email me, Elizabeth at ElizabethLyons.com, or you can check out the website, publishaprofitablebook.com. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, this is your friendly reminder to follow or subscribe leave a quick review and share it with someone you know has a great story or message, but isn't sure what to do next. Also, remember to check out publishaprofitablebook.com for book writing resources and tips and to see all the ways we can work together to get your book out into the world. Again, thanks so much for listening and I'll talk with you again soon.